SAFM Radio and at Tabiso Musia on Twitter. Up next, um, we are going to hear from a JJ Okocha. The Nigerian legend is also a Bundesliga legend and I got to speak to him because the SABC and the Bundesliga are partners now and already there's a message. Aye, people are tough to please. Eh? Somebody from Tembisa saying, Tabi, so only one game, then the SABC can claim that they are showing Bundesliga. It's nonsense, man. We won three games, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at least, okay? It's noted, but you don't have to be that upset. I mean, really, SABC is trying to show you the Bundesliga. I mean, last week we had Bayern Munich up against Leipzig. The other week we had Borussia Dortmund against Bayern Munich. They are trying. It's a new deal. It's a two-year deal. It's a game every week. There's also a review and a preview show on, on Mondays. So come on, folks, man. We don't have to be upset at every single thing. It will come. I mean, we spoke to Gary Redbone, the GM of SABC Sport, and he said it will come. He said this is the start of a new deal. And you can see through this new deal, we're getting to speak to the likes of JJ Okocha. It means everything to me because um, Bundesliga have got a special place in my heart. You know, they gave me my first ever opportunity to excel in Europe. And uh, I always say that I went to Germany as a boy and left as a man. So, yeah, I feel honored to be um one of the ambassadors. And let's talk about you, I mean, going to Germany. Folklore has it that you had gone to Germany to visit after you saw them win the World Cup in 1990, and that's how you started finding a club. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. Uh, it was a coincidence. You know, I went to visit the country because um, they just won the World Cup. And uh, I always travel with my football shoes. <laughs> so <laughs> I had the opportunity to um, train with a third division club, which I did, and, and they decided that they would sign me. So, um, yeah, I went home uh, and got a work permit and came back, and that was how my career started. <laughs> <laughs> so how many training sessions or how long did it take for the club to co- be convinced that they can sign you? Uh, it took them two weeks. Two weeks? Two weeks, yes. <laughs> and you started in the lower divisions. How do you look at your rise from the lower divisions up until the Bunda, the Bundesliga then? Well, I, I think um, uh, all I needed was the opportunity you know, to showcase myself. And uh, I knew that, uh, yeah, I will maybe get my opportunity if I do well with this third division and I was very young. So uh, when the opportunity came, I, I embraced it with two hands, you know, and uh, luckily for me, I went to a club that had uh, an African assist as their main superstar, so which uh, helped me a lot also to adapt very quickly. Yes, and I was about to ask you, I mean, when you first got to Germany, how was that adaptation? How was it to adapt coming from Nigeria and also getting used to the language, I guess, and, and the change of everything? Well, the main issue was the language, you know, and then maybe the, the food. But then I was so curious, you know, to learn new things. I was so uh, determined also to, to succeed because I, all I wanted to do was to, to play football and for me, playing in Germany wouldn't have been, uh, um, I mean, it would have been priceless. That was my mentality then, you know. So mm. 
I, I, I think uh, I wasn't bothered about the language and the and the and the food and the culture, the mentality, uh, which uh, I think I embraced. You know, because if you want to live in another country, you must be willing to accept the culture. You must be willing to learn how they how they live. You know, and 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 then try to adapt. So it wasn't really uh, an issue for me. And how did you adapt to the football, JJ? Because we know you, you are skillful, you are silky, and Germans at that time were known for being robust and being hard tacklers and being very physical. Was it hard for you to adjust to the football? Oh, it, wa- it wasn't. It, it was just uh, me trying to know what um, uh, it, it is demanded of me, you know. And of course, I know in which areas that I can use my own maybe African talent, you know, for the for the um, benefit of the team, you know. So it's, it was all about getting the balance right um, when when we have the ball and when we don't have the ball. So that was what I I needed to learn at the beginning. And going to Germany after the 1990 World Cup, did their 1990 World Cup winning team inspire you? How much do you remember about that team? Well, it, it did, of course. I, 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 I didn't really, um, <laughs> I didn't. I won't say that I was huge, you know, um, in supporting Germany. Then, you know, uh, that's a true confession because all of <laughs> us we were rooting for Brazil because of Pele, mm-hmm. you know, even though he was long uh, retired then. But you know how it is here in Africa is who um, they, they install in you that you remember. So yeah. our, our father, we were talking about Pele, 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 and then we ended up supporting Brazil. But then when the Germans won it with Romaniga and Beckenbauer and Co, um, yeah, I, I thought that me having the opportunity to go to Europe, that Germany would be the best place for me to go to. And you really made your mark at Eintracht Frankfurt in those four years that you were there, JJ. How do you reflect at your time at that club where you have legendary status? Well, I still have uh, great memories uh, at the club, you know, even though I left uh, in a sad way. But of course, um, I, I, I don't want the bad memory to surpass the great uh, four years that I, or four and a half years that I spent there. You know, so yeah, I, I have a, I still have a great memories for the football. Mm. And everybody obviously talks about that goal. It was goal of the season. They still reckon that it is the best goal ever scored in uh, in Germany, where you bamboozled Oliver Kahn. How does it make you feel, JJ, that up until this day, people talk about that goal? For me, the feeling is priceless. You know, I don't know how to explain it. You know, but. I'm so glad that at least um, I gave them something to to remember me with, you know. And uh, this is uh, it's, it's amazing, you know. I still get goosebumps, uh, goosebumps if I if I watch the goal, you know, because I didn't plan to hold on to the ball that long, but it, it happened that everything worked out very well for me, and I'm so glad that uh, I'm still remembered with that goal.
Yes, and when you look at the goal, you keep looking and you're like, you're about to shoot, but there's always somebody in front of you. Is that why it took so long to score or were you really making fun of Khan like people think? No, I, I was looking for an opportunity. I was looking for the, the right moment, you know, space to, to shoot. But like you rightly said, whenever I, I raise my head, I'll see a defender in front of me. And we saw that it was actually recreated in Nigeria. We saw some boys doing that goal as you scored it. How did that make you feel? Well, I, I think they did a good job to start with. <laughs> I, I was smiling when I was watching it. Um, yeah, they did a good job and it made me feel so, so, so good. Yeah, I just showed you the impact of football. And where does that goal rank in your career? You've scored some wonderful goals. I mean, there's the one you scored in England against West Ham. You've really scored some free kicks. Where does that one rank for you in your in your list of goals? Well, it's it's up there. You know, it's just uh, because of the beauty of it. Uh, but I, I think um, sometimes we we take. Um, a lot of pleasure in scoring really important goals, you know, and um, that, that that's the only reason why I cannot say that that was the best goal that I scored, you know, but of course uh, it is up there. Yes, and also at Frankfurt, if I remember, you played with Tony Yeboah, um, the Ghanaian, we know him here in South Africa because he played with Lucas Khadeb and Phil Massinger at Leeds. Just how was it having Tony there and, and just playing with him? He made a lot of difference, you know, because he made me feel at home. He was there before I came and he was already a superstar in the Bundesliga, you know, and it was so good for me to have had um, or to have him then, you know, in the team. So he, he was um, really, uh, uh, he played a big role, you know, in me being successful in Frankfurt. And there have been some great African players in the Bundesliga. Semi Kufo, we know his exploits recently. Pierre-Emerick Obama-Young. Um, at the moment, though, JJ, do you feel that there are enough players from Africa going to Germany? Well, yes, we still have a couple there. Even though, in my opinion, I think um, uh, it could have been more. You know, but uh, I'm, I'm, I'm also delighted that we still have you know, a couple of African players playing in Bundesliga. And talking about the Bundesliga, what do you make of how the Bundesliga has evolved over the years? Or how different is it from the days when you were playing to the Bundesliga that we are seeing now? Well, I think um, there are a lot of improvements, you know. But also I can still see that uh, culture, you know, that football culture in Germany has remained uh, the same. You know, it's not like uh, uh, clubs have gone out of their way to start spending uh, recklessly, you know, they've managed to uh, keep things uh, under the, the budget, you know, and I, I, I know uh, the amazing thing is no club in Germany has ever gone into administration, which is uh, amazing, you know, so the, the, the structure of the, of the league is second to none. Yes, and we're also seeing a lot of young players being given opportunities in the Bundesliga. Uh, German players like Florian Witz, Florian Neuhaus, even the Americans, Gio Reyna and them are playing in the Bundesliga at 17 and 18. What, what do you make of that and what does it say about, about the Bundesliga and German football? I mean, that's, that's um, for me the greatest thing, 
you know, that they've got because that that was um, the way that I, I developed as well. They gave me that opportunity. They were patient with me. So they have patience when it comes to grooming young players, you know, uh, which you, you cannot get in England. Uh, they are not really patient with players. I can use Sancho as an example who was with Man City, you know, and, and, and didn't get a chance. But look at him today in the Bundesliga with Dortmund. So, yeah, I think uh, that that's, for me, the greatest thing that they've got, you know, realizing that the future belongs to these young players and, and making things comfortable for them to uh, develop to their maximum. And, and some of the players already seem like they're ready to play in the first team. Does it talk to how they develop them from a young age from the youth teams in Germany? Oh, they do. They do. I mean, they invest a lot in uh, when it comes to their youth development, you know. So, yeah, it, I mean, it's there for everybody to see, you know, how well um, structured they are. Mm. And... Also, JJ, we've seen Bayern Munich now. They've dominated the Bundesliga, but they're also champions of Europe. And everybody used to say that um, they're dominating Bundesliga because it's a two-team league. But the fact that they've won um, a Champions League, uh, they're, they're holders, it shows you, I mean, how good the Bundesliga is. And I guess that's the bar. Bayern Munich have set the bar. Well, yes. I mean, uh, for me, um, it's one of the biggest clubs in, in the world, you know, uh, it takes a lot for one to be this consistent and they've been consistent uh very consistent over the years and they just capped it up uh, last season by winning the champions league uh so yeah without any doubt i think um, now we can say that they are where they they are supposed to to be you know in terms of being a european champion so yeah, i'm not surprised that they won it you know, and that I'm not surprised that they're doing ever so well this season as well. Mm. Do you expect them to continue to dominate, or do you see a lot of teams uh, that will give them a challenge going forward? Well, I think other teams are, are bridging the gap gradually, you know. But uh, of course, Bayern have got the spending power to pinch any player from other Bundesliga uh, teams, you know, and this uh, has been uh, maybe the difference. You know, but of course, uh, the lights of Dortmund, Leipzig, um, they are bridging the gap, I think. A lot of South African coaches are also inspired by Julian Nagelsmann. What do you make of also the fact that not just young players, but even young managers are being given an opportunity in the Bundesliga? Well, it, it, it doesn't come any better, you know, to see how he has taken the team to another level. Uh, and it, it, it's... Uh, I think um, an encouragement for other young coaches, you know. Uh, I think other young coaches should emulate what he has done in uh, Leipzig, you know, and, and try and be successful as well. Uh, and I'm so glad that they are giving a lot of young coaches the opportunity to excel. At Bayern Munich, I know that a lot of people talk about Lewandowski as the threat, but are there any other players that excite you in this Bayern Munich team? Or who are some but of yes. the others? Well, yes, um, they have quite uh, other interesting players in the squad. You know, uh, Leroy Sané that joined them now is a, a good player to watch. Uh, Canabri, you know, 
Uh, he's a fantastic player too. Uh, Ever Evergreen Muller is still there. Was <laughs> Waskin was strong, you know? Yeah. So yeah, well, they've got quite um, a formidable team, I must say. And what we are seeing here in South Africa, JJ, is that a lot of these German teams are now playing with a lot of flair. They've got skills, they can dribble the players. Is that something new or was it also like that in your time? Oh, it has always been there, you know. But the thing uh, I think was they never used to really televise Bundesliga in Africa. You know, at some point we used to get it, made uh, football made in Germany. But after a while, they stopped showing us Bundesliga. But I think uh, it has always been a, 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 a skillful league, you know, where they like playing football. And now it's being shown to millions of South Africans here on a free-to-air broadcast at the SABC. I mean, for you, what, what do you hope South Africans can take out of the Bundesliga or the young footballers in South Africa that are watching the Bundesliga now? Well, I, I think um, the commitment, you know, the, 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 the fact that um, they have believed in their own uh, structure and it has worked for them over the years. And of course, knowing also that the opportunity is there for young South Africans to go and sell, you know, in, in Germany, you know, you have to come out of your, your comfort zone sometimes if you want to uh, get to the next level. And this is what I always tell uh, African players because we, most of us want to be, or want to stay where we are very comfortable. You know, so you, sometimes you have to um, go out of your way a bit, you know, to achieve your goal. And 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 for me, there's nothing wrong in even starting to learn the the language before you make a move. You know, it, it will make life a lot easier for you. Yes, and as we wrap up now, JJ, just let's just look at your international career. You've won Olympic gold, you've won Afcon, you've uh, got a bronze medal. How do you look back at your international career with the Super Eagles? Well, um, um, you know how it is. Sometimes we sound a bit insatiable. You know, I, I think uh, we had the opportunity to have gone further in the World Cup but we didn't realize that, we didn't take it. And that's maybe the only regret I have because like you rightly said, I won three uh, uh, Afghan bronze medals. I, I won one silver, I won one gold, you know? Um, so in terms of dominating in Africa, I think my era uh, did very well, you know, we we're up there. But then when it comes to what stage, I, I would say that I'm a bit disappointed that the, that we didn't go further because of the kind of uh, talented players that we had. Then. And not only Nigeria, a lot of African teams don't go too far in the World Cup. Why do you think that is, JJ? I think because um, we are, we get easily satisfied. You know, we don't really. Maybe now is different, but then our mentality we didn't even know how good we were, you know, we were just, our target was just to come out of our group and then we'll be celebrated back home. 
That was uh, that is the legend himself, uh, JJ Okocha, speaking to us all the way from uh, Germany, uh, where he is part of the Bundesliga legends, and he was talking to us just about uh, the Bundesliga and, of course, also his international uh, career. What a wonderful player he was! Jersey number ten, so much skill. And if you haven't seen that goal that we've been talking about. Do yourself a favor, go and YouTube that goal. JJ Okocha, I think he was, he was playing for Frankfurt, of course, against Kaltre. And um, Oliver Kahn, the German, great German goalkeeper, was in goal there. And what he did to Oliver Kahn is, yeah, it's, it's, it's a story that's going to be told for years. It's a goal that's going to be told for years and years. And that's why they still keep talking about it up until this day in Germany. And actually, Jürgen Klopp earlier this year uh, was doing an interview. I'm not sure which interview, uh, who he was being interviewed by. But he did say for him, that's the greatest goal that he's ever seen in German football. And a typical JJ Okocha goal, of course, with dribbling, bamboozling people there. And a goalkeeper that followed him everywhere uh, he went. And they still couldn't get the ball and he put it in the back of the net.